Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Y'all know how it is. With that being said, let me go ahead and kick it off to the first song of the day, the first song of the day. And then y'all know what time it is. We're going to go ahead and hop into prayer right on after that. But we got to go ahead and kick it to the the first song for the day. We're going to vibe out really quickly. And then we're going to come back with prayer. We're going to have an awesome show on today. Y'all know how it is. It's Thursday, throwback Thursday. And y'all know we're going to chill out for the Right, right before the weekend, right before the weekend, we're going to chill out and have an interesting conversation today. We're going to break it up, talk about school. We're going to talk about the news and, you know, just keep it flowing. But let's go ahead and cut into our first song, Breaking Day. We're coming right, right back. Is that all right? All right. I just cut. He saw the best in me. When everyone else around can only see the worst in me. I wish I had a witness tonight. Said he saw the best in me. I guess I'm the only one got this testimony. When everyone else around me can only see the worst in me. Can I tell y'all one more time, one more time? I said he saw the best in me. When everyone else around could only see the worst in me. I wish I had a witness tonight. All I need is one. Hey, he saw the best in me. When everyone else around me, yeah. everyone else oh, oh, around can only see, only see the worst in me. Does anybody have that testimony? When fuck walked you off, said you would never make it, what did he see? He saw the best in me. When everyone else around me, yeah. oh, when everyone else oh, around can only see the worst in me. Can I tell y'all one more thing? I just need to tell you one more thing. Listen to this. See, he's mine. And I am his. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me for who I am. Does anybody know that tonight? Oh, see, he is mine. And I am here. Said it doesn't matter what I did. See, he only sees me for who I am. Help me sing it. Yeah, Said that he is mine. I'm his. Said it doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me for who I am. He's mine. 
of years. It doesn't matter what I did. What he only sees me. to that. That may be somebody else's testimony. Help me say it. Help me say it. He saw the best in me. Everyone else around me. With everyone else around me. Oh. Only see the in me. Can I ask y'all one question? The question is simply this. What did he see? He saw the can't get no help of it here because there are some folk in here that people have wrote you off said you would never amount to anything said that you would never end up being anywhere but Myron tell them one more time what did he see he saw the best when mama said you would never be nothing when aunties and uncles said that you'll never amount to anything when daddy didn't come home anymore he didn't look at you and say that you weren't going to make it god looked at you and what did he see what did he see he saw the best. Yeah, yeah. is there anybody here tonight that's so very thankful that god did not write you off that he did not throw you away that he picked you up I'm his. It doesn't matter what I do. But he only sees me who I am. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. He's mine and I am his. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me. Who I am, 
Sing it one time. We're going to go back. Says, he is mine. Oh, oh, oh. He is mine. And I it. Ooh. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me for who I am. He only sees me for who I am. And the reason why he sees me for who I am, because he created me in his image and his likeness. He's mine. I am his. It doesn't matter what I need. He only sees me. He saw the best. He saw the best. He only sees me for who I am. Oh, I am you. It doesn't matter what I do. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How many times I gotta say it? Good morning. 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 Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, when you start your day off with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, frustrations, all of that, because you're going to definitely have some of those. But I believe by faith that as you start your day off with God, as you start your day off in the spirit, as you start your day off even in prayer, guess what? Things tend to work out better. Things tend to work out for you good. With that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to hop into prayer. I don't believe in starting my room, starting these spaces um, without opening up in prayer. So with that being said, let's jump into prayer really quickly and then let's come right back. Gracious and eternal God, Father, we thank you right now. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise right now just for who you are. God, we thank you, oh God, that you sit high, look low, and still, oh God, decided to wake us up this morning. Despite all that we may have done, all that we may do, God, we thank you, oh God, that you woke us up this morning with a purpose, that you woke us up, oh God, this morning with a vision, that you woke us up with an assignment and the destiny. God, we thank you just for every move that you've made in this season. God, we thank you, oh God, for every move that you're making in this season. We thank you, oh God, that you woke us up in our right mind, oh God, with a sober mind, with a mind who want to love you and be a blessing to your 
people, oh God, with a mind that causes us to smile, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that if you woke us up, oh God, with a pure heart and with joy in our heart, God, you woke us up with the activity of our limbs. God, you woke us up, oh God, with a roof over my head, shoes on my feet, clothes on my back. And God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, oh God, for everything that you're blessing us with, everything that you're doing in our life. We thank you for the consistent routine and fellowship that we have with you. We thank you right now, oh God, for your sovereignty and your mercy. We thank you for your gentleness and your kindness. We thank you, oh God, even for your meekness and your power. God, we thank you, oh God, for your virtue, oh God. We thank you, oh God, just for you being God and God by yourself. God, we thank you before we ask you of anything. God, we just want to posture and position ourselves with a heart of gratitude, with a heart of appreciation, oh God, with a heart of supplication unto you. God, we just thank you right now just for being our Lord and Savior. God, we thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross 3,000 years before our birth just so we can be considered righteous on today and that we can still have a guidance of life, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for destiny. We thank you, oh God, for the Holy Spirit being activated within us, oh God, rising in us, touching and agreeing with us, oh God, navigating us through the corridors of life, interceding and praying for us. We thank you, oh God, for those things. God, and we thank you, oh God, for the things that you shall continue to do in our life. Father, even in this moment, Father, we take a moment to repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity, anything that we may have done, oh God, to cause us to be separated from your love, your presence, your breakthroughs, your iniquity, any, any iniquity, God, we ask that you separate us. We repent from it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, anything that causes us to be anxious, causes us to walk in desperation, suicide, oh God, uh, bitterness, anger, malice, we ask that you're removing right now in the name of Jesus and creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit that we may worship you in spirit and in truth, that we may worship you in your totality. And God, we thank you that even as we pray now, we believe by faith that it is happening. We believe by faith that it is so. So God, we honor you in this moment. Father, we ask that you'll continue to allow us to forgive those people that have come against us, oh God. Even as we repent and we ask forgiveness for the people that we've offended or harmed, oh God. Even the people that we've sinned against, oh God. God, we ask that you'll allow forgiveness to continue to reside in our hearts. It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. Thank you, Google. Continue to allow forgiveness to reside in our hearts. God, let nothing separate us from your love because, but, but cause us to be steadfast, unmovable. Cause us to stand strong in your word, your will, and your power. God, we thank you right now for what you're doing in our life. Continue to move consistently in our life, God. Continue to move consistently in our life, and God, we build discipline within our life. Father, let us be steadfast, unmovable, God, in this season. Father, we surrender right now to you. God, that you will have your way in our life. Father, we ask that you will be within our business, be within our careers, be within our education, be within our families, God, be within the things that we entertain ourselves with. Father, be within our food. Father, we ask that you will touch every area of our life. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this room, this space, and the grace that you have given us to come in, in this place of fellowship. Father, I ask that as you allow people to come in this room to listen, laugh, and learn, that they will be edified, educated, and entertained, God that they will find peace within you, that their life will be altered in a positive way. God, that they will grow and they'll see you. Father, we ask that you'll continue to move in their lives and every person that's connected to this room and this space. God, continue to elevate them as you elevate me. God, cause us to go up. Father, fight against every person that is speaking against us, oh God, and cause us to be uplifted as you uplift us. Father, cause us to walk in humility. Cause us to be humble. Father, continue to purify our heart. Continue to make us bold. 
Father, continue to bless us on today and give us our daily bread. Father, download into us our daily portion. God, give us more wisdom, more love, more patience, more kindness, more gentleness, more compassion. Father, we ask that you'll even cover every child that is going back to school, every person that is going back to school, even as they go over the next couple of weeks. God, we ask that you'll protect them, cover them, bless them, shield them. No weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. Cover every parent, oh God, and continue to bless them with the ability to, to obtain everything that they need, every school supplies that they need. And we thank you right now, God, that as we pray, we believe by faith that it is happening. We believe by faith that it is so. And it's in Jesus' name we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, for every person that's listening and every person that's watching, God, God, we speak a special blessing for them as they go throughout the weekend. God, we ask that you'll continue to turn their heart, God. But you said in your word that the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord, and you turn it whatsoever way you will. So, Father, I ask that you'll begin to turn their heart. Bless their mind, bless their spirit, God. Change cannot happen until change happens in you. Father, we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now y'all just give God a praise where y'all at. Give God a hand clap of praise wherever you are. I don't know where you at right now, but give God a hand clap of praise wherever you are. I just believe in worshiping him. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I just begin to hear God as I pray. I believe God is getting ready to do something special in our lives. All mm. I hear God saying is, commit to me, commit to me. Ah. There are some things that I believe that God wants us as a people to change within our heart. And as we change those things, I hear God saying, as you change and commit to me, so shall you see change in the environment and things around you. I see so many people right now wrestling with almost like instability. Mm. But God is getting ready to do something new. God is getting ready to do something new. Come on, man. Let's clap it up. I got to get to my next song. I got to get to my next song. Let me stop this, this, this prayer music. I got to get to my next song. Because I, I, I prophesied and I'm time for it. And we're going to start talking about that because y'all be acting funny with this person prophecy thing. But good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, it, it tends to go a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? I believe sometimes when you start the day off listening to the wrong stuff, hearing the wrong stuff, fussing and fighting, worrying about shit, all the other stuff, it, it tends not to go as good as it should go. But I believe by faith that when you actually trust in God, allow God to go before you cover your mind, you know what I'm saying, cover your spirit, all the other good stuff, 
things tend to work out a little bit better. Things tend to work out for your good if you actually trust them. But a lot of us will not trust God. But that's all another topic. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break because y'all know how I am. I like to try to get in as much music as possible before 9 o'clock hit because once 9 o'clock hit and everybody start coming in this room, we'll probably never hear music again. And I, I like playing my music because I believe that my music starts my day off. I believe that my music pulls me out. My music pulls me through. My music gets us through. You know what I'm saying? All the other stuff. So listen, I'm going to go ahead and cut to this song break. And I pray that not only will my music help us get through, but I pray that it help you get through too. Amen. I don't know what you're going through today, but I pray that you be blessed by this in Jesus name. All right, let's go. You out of anything. Uh, Mr. James, is there anything you'd like to share with the class? Go ahead. All right, then. Well, as I was saying before, I was really interrupted by Mr. James here. God can pull you out of anything. I'm talking about you, 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 <laughs> even you, Mr. James. Well, um, is there anything you'd like to share with the class? No, man, I just think it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you feel as though it's a joke, Mr. James? Where was God when my mom died of cancer? Mm. Where was God when I needed a father? Where was God when I was homeless? Where was God when I had nothing to eat, had to dig in the trash? So I want to hear nothing about God. You know what God is? This is my God. And people are crying for a savior to come and save us from this world. Now, God, I'm calling your name because my world does need change. In Jesus' name, so God, we need you to pull us through. People are hurting while people are searching for a father to come and guide us from this world. Now, God, I'm depending on you. Cause only you can pull us through this fight Then we will be alright oh, So God, we need all you To pull us through 
All right, we're going to come on right back. We're going to come on right back and stop right there. We all say, we pull, we pull through. We pull through in Jesus' name, <laughs> real quick. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you called off work today. Whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. Meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right attitude, right mindset, all that good stuff. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, it tends to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, frustrations, and all that other stuff, because you're definitely going to have some of those. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, guess what? Things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the scripture of the day. Okay, okay. Scripture of the day today comes from, you know, let's get to it. Uh, scripture of the day today comes from 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter number 10, starting at the 17th verse, going to the 18th verse. And it reads, but let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one who the Lord commends. I'm going to stop and read that one more time for the people in the back. It says, but let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because that's the scripture today, word for the day, for the word of the people of God, the word of the Lord for the people of God. Amen. Amen. Um, With that being said, Y'all know I always like to take a motivational man to give you a little word, give you a little encouragement and whatnot. And even in this moment, of course, just, just correlating to the scripture. Y'all know I tell y'all all the time, I'm nobody's path of doctor, prophet, theologian. I mean, well, I don't know somebody's prophet, but you know what I'm saying? I'm nobody's doc. Like, I, I don't think too highly of myself. I really think, you know what I'm saying, right here, medium of myself. And But with that being said, just, just, just a little synopsis on the word of God. It, it literally lets us say, take no boasting yourself. Don't take no boast in yourself, but take a boast in the Lord. Everything that you that you talk about, that you brag about, that you are accomplishing, that you have achieved, take no pleasure in boasting in that. Take no pleasure in bragging about that. Take no pleasure in thinking too highly of yourself. If you're not boasting in the Lord, then guess what? It's kind of worthless. Scripture lets us know right here. The person who commends himself, the person who thinks so highly of himself, guess what? You're approved by who? You. But when you trust in God, when you allow God to commend you, when you allow God to give you that attaboy, when you allow God to, to, to put that unction in you to where you boast in him, and that's a worthy boast, because guess what? You're talking about him, because the truth is, you are nothing without God. God made us. We're nothing without God. And we have to honestly look at ourselves and say, guess what? It is because of him and his righteousness, guess what, that we're even here. We take no boast in ourselves, but we boast in the Lord. Why? Because God is able to do the exceedingly, the abundantly, and the above all. When we knew what not to do, guess what? He gave us something to do. When we didn't know what to do and how to do and when, where, where, why, all this other stuff that we try to figure out, guess what? He already knew it before the foundation of the earth and the beginning of time before we even set ourselves in this 
predicament and situation. You know what I'm saying? So we have to continue to trust in him. And when he brings us out, pull us out, guess what? We take no boast in ourselves, but we take boast in the Lord. We pray, we don't brag in ourselves, but we brag on the Lord. We don't commend ourselves, but we take uh, we take our compliments, you know what I'm saying, from the Lord. So we allow the Lord to commend us because that's the only approval that we really, really need. Amen. Okay, I'm going to stop and leave it right there because, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to be too deep with it. I don't want to be too strong with it because I just try to keep it low, keep it simple. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and cut into my next song. And then y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to go ahead and check in. It's 8.45, and y'all know usually I use the 8 o'clock hour just to get us some devotion time, just to get us some motivation and encouragement because I really believe by faith that as we start our day, we really have to trust God. We have to start our day with a routine, with a structure. So many people right now, you know what I'm saying, are failing, and I'm like, listen, I don't want to be rude, but as a prophet, I see the problem. You're not committed to anything. You're not consistent to anything. And the only thing that you're committed to is toxic relationships. And truth be told, come on now, we need to pull away from some of those and really get committed to a routine, a structure, a community of people that will allow us to grow, that will allow us to build. Yes, everybody isn't going to love you and support you like you want them to. But at the same time, guess what? When we Com commit to God, when we trust God, when we uh, turn ourselves over to God, when we change our mind, change our heart. Like I was saying earlier, guess what? I believe that God will step in and do some amazing things for us. But guess what? It starts with our daily routine. It starts with our commitment with him. It, it starts with us being planted, root rooted, and grounded in his word and in time with him. Amen. Amen. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because y'all know what I say. I like to go ahead and get my little song breaks in right before, you know what I'm saying, everybody pop in here. Because once everybody pop in here, we'll never hear music again. And I like my little music. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to cap. I like my little music. So I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song, a little throwback. I'm going to cut to a little, little throwback by Amber Bullock. And then we're coming right, right back. All right. Is that cool? Let's go. Let's go. Hey. Uh, let's go. Let's, hey, let's go. Hey, hey, let's go. Hey. Could have been dead sleeping in my grave, but you said no, wouldn't have it that way. Give me a second chance, and I thank you for that. The devil tries to get me, but you had my back. Lord, I gave your life up just for me. You called the lame to walk in the front to see. Could have gave up any day, but you didn't know all I got to say. Oh! 
Lord, you've been so good. You've had my back when no one would. You picked me up when I was down. I know you'll always be around. Lord, you've been so good. You've had my back when no one would. You picked me up when I was down. I know you'll always be around. Welcome back. Good morning. Listen, if you ain't said good morning on no, or ain't say good morning in the chat. Good morning. Like y'all, y'all gotta act like y'all. Y'all y'all don't think that's rude not saying good morning to people. I hope y'all don't be outside doing that. I hope y'all don't go outside doing that. <laughs> Look, I be that's why I tell people I don't like going outside in the morning because some people just ain't morning people. Like after 12 o'clock, and I say, hey. And you don't say hey back. I'm gonna be like, okay, well maybe she just having a bad day. She didn't start her morning off right. But if it's in the morning time and it's morning, like, and I say good morning, you better say good morning back. Cause guess what? That's how you start your morning off. Cause th- that 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 good morning, it could it could you never know what it could start. You never know what it could start. I believe in waking up getting early blessing. That good morning could could get you a free coffee while you over here. That that good morning could get you twenty dollars in your tank if you if you if you was to really be honest about it. I'm just saying that that's that's how I used to get some of my blessings. Just just wake up and just be happy and just be hey good morning good morning hey good morning. And like what's wrong with you? Why are you so happy? God just woke me up this morning. I'm just happy. Here you go. You want this? I'd be like yep. Give it to me, whatever it is. <laughs> I receive it in Jesus' name. Lord have mercy. But good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet. Where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, or maybe you really don't have a job. We still want to make sure that you're waking up encouraged, motivated, inspired dedicated uh with all that good right stuff good conversation good music good attitude good heart postures all that i just believe by faith and when you start your day off with the right attitude right mindset just just a little bit better things tend to go a little bit better like i just i don't know i don't know about y'all but in my life in my little 30 years of living when you when i started my morning off thinking about the lord 
Like that's when God really changed my life. When I when I start waking up in the morning thinking about the Lord and having like God, what are we gonna do today? Like Lord, you wanna walk with me in the cool of the day like Adam? Like when I start waking up and thinking about the Lord, my life got all up there. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to encourage people. You know what I'm saying? God, God got you. You just gotta trust him. Amen. Amen. That's my motivation a minute for the day. <laughs> with that being said, it's time for us to go ahead and check in. Y'all know how we check in here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you start your morning off. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. And shout out to all the people that's watching me on Facebook Live because they just be laughing at me, talking about how funny I am, and I just be up dancing with my little skinny self. It don't matter because guess what? I still love the Lord. And if you see me in person, I'm going to act the same way. I'm going to be goofy. I'm going to be silly. You know what I'm saying? I might slip up and say something too, but guess what? I'm going to still love the Lord with the same high posture. We're going to keep on vibing out for Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With that being said, it's time to check in. Prophet, it's on you. do do well, good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? I'm great this morning. I'm on the five. Y'all know how we check in. You know what I'm saying? Normally it's one to five, five stars being you. You know what I'm saying? Feeling your best me, I'm on the five. Probably on the 10. Only because God woke me up this morning and all week I've been waking up on time. I've been in my routine. I've been telling people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stick with your routine. Like, even with kids in school, they give them a routine so they can somewhat discipline them. As adults, we get grown and think we don't have to be disciplined. And truth is, that's the that's the scene of my life that I'm in right now. God, I don't want no revelation. I want discipline. Everybody want revelation. No, I want discipline in Jesus' name. Wake me up at 6 in the morning. And, and keep me speaking to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's been my thing, waking up at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, spending time with God, walking the dog. You know what I'm saying? That's been spending time with God. You know what I'm saying? Because it gets me out, seeing outside, seeing the weather, which is hot this morning. Uh, y'all know how I am. We check in with the weather. And I went outside this morning already. It's hot. The sun be up just early and bright. Like, it just it just be bright. You be needing sunglasses at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning. Why? I don't know. I'm waiting for daylight savings to come back. Cause it's weird it's just weird but um it's 67 degrees right now with the high of 87 um uh, which is not too bad um as long as it ain't in the 90s or the 100s i'd be cool because i'd be chilling at the house i'd be in the house uh y'all know it's throw uh thursday throwback thursday for me so i'm probably going to be in the house checking my schedule for events this weekend making sure that all my events are solid this weekend i'm also planning to do some back to school type of rallies I'm speaking at some of the schools here in Atlanta if I can. I definitely want to actually go to some other states and speak to some schools. So if y'all know some schools that are looking for a young black man, you know what I'm saying, to come in, hey, you know what I'm saying, that don't even got to pay too much for me. I'll I, I come pull up, you know what I'm saying, just because. You know what I'm saying, I might bring my old little gifts and surprises and goodie bags. You never know. But, uh, yeah, that's just how my morning started. Ain't no breakfast right now. All I got is my little water bottle. Y'all know I don't start eating until y'all start talking. I start eating spiritually and naturally. And since I don't got nowhere to go this morning, like yesterday, I'm probably just going to be here chilling. And when y'all start talking good, I'm probably going to go down there and fix me something. But that's my morning right now. That's my breakfast. That's my weather. That's my check-in. Do me a favor. Pull to our first to see where you guys are on the stage. And if you haven't already shared the room, go ahead and share the room. We just want to be a blessing to everybody. Share the vibe with everybody. Make sure everybody's starting their morning off this morning. So share it with your community. Share the love. Share the energy. And if you haven't already, go ahead and text somebody and say good morning. I love you. Let somebody know that you love them. Be a blessing. Amen. Don't be mean. In Jesus' name. With that being said, put a fresh to you guys are on the stage and we're going to go in that order. Starting with Mama Lynn. Mama Lynn, it's on you. Do-do-do-do. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is 66 degrees here with a high of 84. Breakfast is coffee. I am hungry, so I got to go find me something to eat because 
I'm hungry this morning. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, you're correct. We need to start our day off with a daily routine. And uh, I can't wear, I'm, if you don't say hi, good morning to me back when I say good morning, it's okay. Because uh, I'm just going to sit there and, or stand there and say a silent prayer. You might be just distracted going through something. So I'm not going to look down on you. I'm just going to pray for you. And I'm going to leave it like that. Mama Lynn, well, you'll have to pray for me because I ain't going to cap. Ebony asked that question yesterday, which was a great, powerful question of the day yesterday. The question of the day she asked was, um, what did she say? What did she say? She said, what makes your day go good and what can ruin your day or what make your day go bad? Man, you know, I had to sit there and think about it. And when I actually thought about it, I realized somebody not saying good morning to me in the morning can sometimes mess up my day. But God, God working on me. God working on me because I'm better now. But it used to ruin my day because I'm like, what's wrong with them? Why they got an attitude? Why you can't say good morning back? I used to get mad and frustrated. But now, you know what I'm saying? I don't get mad and frustrated no more because, I'm, I'm, hey, I just say a silent prayer in my head. Like, God, maybe they just having a bad okay, day. Protect them and cover them. Okay, little Micah, Micah used to look at me and say, Mama, why they don't speak back? And I used to tell him, it's okay. Right, just pray for him. Right, because you, you, you never know. Um, he did speak to a man, and the man stopped and looked at us and held the conversation with him. And the man told him that, uh, told us that he just made his day just by saying hello. But some people, they just didn't speak back. But it was okay. I mean, just think about how many times we walk by a homeless person and we don't speak, but they speak. I'm going to leave it right there. Facts. You're right, Mama Lynn. Now, I ain't going to cap some of them when they speak. They be they be asking for money, so I don't be speaking back all the time. But, yeah, you're right. I try. I ain't going to cap. I just try to speak. I think that's Southern hospitality. I think that's just common courtesy, especially when you walk past somebody and they look you in your eyes. Y'all make eye contact or something. At least say, hey, do a head nod. Hey, like, I don't know. Like, I, that's how I meet all my neighbors. That's how I just stay blessed. Like, having a good attitude. Like, I tell you, that's how I get stuff in the morning. Like, y'all know, I used to work trade shows as a brand ambassador, as a model and stuff like that all the time. And in the morning, when all the vendors walking in and people just coming in, setting up their booths, getting ready for stuff like that, guess what I used to do? Walk around praying. I'm walking around praying, making sure we have a good time in the midst of me walking around praying. I got a smile on my face. And people used to just walk up, giving me coffees, giving me free stuff. Like, I don't know. That's just having a good attitude is a good thing. I don't know why people just think that they got to have a bad attitude about everything nowadays. I don't know. We need to pray for these people. Y'all need to pray for them. It's a spirit. But I'm going to throw it over to Essence. Essence, how you doing this morning? Go ahead and check in with us. Do-do-do-do. Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> it is cool. Uh, Mama Lynn, I had a, uh, what's it called? I had a kind of uh, kind of something that whipped me in shape because, baby, I'm in my mind. I don't know why I'm thinking I still got about another month, a month and a half of pure hot. And I don't, the fact that I have had to put a hoodie on my baby when he go out and get on his little bus to go to school. It's been crazy, but he got on shorts because when he get out, you know, it's, it's, it's fairly, it's relatively warm. So he really don't need a jacket, but in the mornings, 
It's cool. So not we in the South no more. You're I know, I know, I know, I know. Which is put a, which is also put a lightning in my tail to go ahead and buy his fall clothes. Um, but we are at the point where it's cool in the mornings and hot in the day. We have what's the weather right now? Um, it is currently sixty-seven. The low is sixty-two with a high of eighty today. Um, and so yeah, that's the weather today for breakfast. I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. I know I'm at about a four today. I'm not at a five because I'm sleepy. Um, I kind of wish I could take the whole day out, but I picked up overtime because I'm trying to work as much hours because daycare is literally so expensive. Um, and so I'm trying to make extra money so I can, you know, make, make sure daycare stuff stay afloat. is rent. Daycare Listen, it literally is, is. It literally is. I pay two eighty a week times that by four. See, all you gotta do is bring them right down to my house. Profit to watch them for a hundred dollars. No, 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 no. But it's worth it though because my baby learns and he's gonna have a good foundation for when he starts. Oh, he's gonna learn so to have a good I'm foundation too when he wake up with the profit in the morning and profit day care. You live too far, profit. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time to drive no eight to nine. You'll be at profit day No. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I I thank the Lord that the God is God is providing a means, <laughs> and also I'm tired, so um, I thank the Lord. Um, so yeah, so um, I worked some overtime today, um, which I'm not on yet, um, which is why I'm on because normally y'all know by the time you get on, I'm I'm well at work. Um, so yeah. So, um, let's see here. Um, yeah, so looking forward to this uh, Throwback Thursday. I know with my little munchkin, uh, Prophet, you commented on the picture on the post, but, like, I literally, um, I had a moment because I was like, my baby really growing up, and, like, this is a real deal school that he goes to. Like, not daycare. She don't operate as a daycare at all, even though she, you know, she can, but she doesn't operate as a daycare. The youngest she has is two and a half two, two and a half. Like that is the youngest that she has in the building. And that's her early preschool. And that's her smallest group. And then they moved to, you know, the three-year-old classroom, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, um, he loves it there. He has a good day. Um, they tire him out. So I'm happy about that. Because <laughs> he come home, we eat, take a bath, go right to bed. Um, he is tired by the end of the day, by the time I go get him in the afternoon. So um, so yeah, so we are enjoying it and you know, God has a way of yet confirming ah, that I made the right decision by moving back home. I always, you know, sometimes I just wonder if stuff was just in a disarray. That's my testimony. I didn't get to give it yesterday because the last couple of days since I ain't been on, but God has a way of showing you that, you know, even though sometimes things are in a disarray and not in you know the particular or not going the way you wanted to go i have had so many not so many things but just things i thought was going to be you know a source of uh of stability for us ended up being the opposite way um and so you know god just has a way of getting you in the space that god wants you to be in um and so i'm grateful for that um and i'm thankful for that for sure um because we finally are in a groove we're back to a normal groove now um, and so I'm grateful for that. And so now I can focus and do other stuff and, you know, work on, uh, you know, uh, some other things I'm working on. One of the things is which is applying for a new job. So um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I just thank God um, that things are finally, we finally, we finally hit a wave. 
um, we hit a wave essentially, and so we ride the wave at the moment. So, yep, yep, yep. But that's that's what what I, I told y'all. That's why I love August. I told y'all like getting into that routine, getting into that wave is what helps people get back together. I tell like as a prophet, I was like, man, I see it in in, in July and August. Sometimes I mean, not in July, August, in June and July, it's sometimes hard for people to stay stable. Life be life, and things be happening, and then especially when August hit, sometimes life just be happening people got to scramble up going back to school man supposed to be dealing with child support and custody like fighting over who gonna get this pair of shoes who gonna get this pair of shoes why you got this for him when he only need this for school what the, like it'd be so crazy but then when things start to settle you realize god got you got protect you and, and and things are moving there's such a peace and a calmness that goes over you that's why i love it i tell you like that's why i thug august out like i be ready to thug it out and then soon as September hit, I'd be ready to hit sabbatical right before October, November, and December because I know those be hard crunching months too. But then truth is like, yeah, I love like Essence. I'm so happy for you. And I'm thanking God for that because that's one thing I'm telling people. Everybody around me, I'm praying that as I go up, y'all go up. The same things that you guys are practicing and implementing in your life are some of the things that I'm trying to practice and implement in my life and vice versa. If you guys got some tips or some tools that's going to help me come up in my spirituality and in my life skills, period. Guess what? Let me know. And if I got some tools, some tips, some some opportunities and breakthroughs that I can, you know, help somebody out, hey, I'm going to help and I'm going to throw it in because I think that's what we got to do as a community. Too many people are out here trying to do things alone independently. Too many people don't have help. Too many people don't have support system. Too many people out here just lonely, just feeling like they dying. Like, oh, too many people out here just spiritually dying. But I thank God that if we continue to hold on, be consistently, be consistent, you know what I'm saying? Continue to have faith, you know what I'm saying? Through the struggle, through the hard times, through the, you know what I'm saying? Hard decisions. Guess what? Like, it actually pays off. But I got a question, though, um, Essence. And you can probably be transparent, you know what I'm saying, with or you may not want to talk about it. But what was the mental and psychological battle that you went through in the process of making the decision and still um and still having to stand on that decision now knowing that it's a right one because we even talked about a couple of weeks ago that sometimes the enemy will have us regretting things the enemy will have us like god do we really you know what i'm saying should we really do this the enemy will even have us mad at other people because like you said things ain't work out like we thought they should work out and people ain't holding us up like so what was the mental and psychological battle that you faced and how did you get over that because i think a lot of people when they go through those moments in life that's the main point that keeps them stuck and keeps them bound the psychological uh, mental battle of what they're going through with life so how did you get over that um for me just thinking about how i was in the the space that i was in when living where i was living and you know where i was living but i'm not trying to say because it replays on but where we were prior to moving back to my hometown um you know, just thinking about the space that I was in and where I'm at now, you know, physically, you know, my body, I was telling people all the time, um, I told people, and I tell a lot of people this while it was happening, because I didn't want to scare folk. But, you know, I was waking up, you know, with, with chest pains and my heart pulling and to the point where I went to the doctor and was like, hey, I think this is anxiety, but I need you to double check to make sure <laughs> that this ain't a heart attack happening. And so she did an EKG, everything was normal. That's how I knew it was stress and anxiety. So, you know, I just think about the place that I was in, you know, that I was in a constant place of anxiety, a constant place of, 
you know, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like I'm doing this by myself, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then when we got back, you know, just trying to push through because I know I made the right decision. But sometimes you question like, God, this ain't going the way I thought it was going to be. Wait a minute. Hold up. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and things not being aligned the way I planned for them to be aligned. Like I'm very much so type A. So that was, it was just some frustration, right? That that was the battle. It was just the frustration. Like, oh, I'm trying to get this stuff in place. I'm trying to get us to a place. And so when I saw my baby yesterday get on his little school bus and say, bye, mommy. And he had this big old Kool-Aid smile and a joy that exuded from the face. That's what, when I was like, okay, God, thank you, Jesus. Right. You know, and so I, within myself, questioned myself and I'm not even going to say, uh-oh. Are we good? Because I got the red thing. So I'm not even going, you know, I, I'm not even going to blame it on the devil. I have I have conversations within myself. Essence be battling with herself. You know what I'm saying? And I just was like, Lord, like, all right, God, like I made the right decision. He happy, he learning, you know, and I'm like, good. Okay. You know, we at peace, you know, things are tight right now, but I'm like, you know, I have to think about what keeps me in this place of okay god we good we good we good the satisfaction is you know like god is providing you know we got a roof over our head it may not necessarily be the situation we wanted to be but i got my baby me and my baby got a roof over our heads you know he not one for nothing i'm not one for nothing and you know boy if you don't yeah so that's what keeps me is the, the smile I see on my baby's face and the excitement that I see, you know, with him, uh, uh, you know, going to school every morning. And then I see, you know, even, I mean, he's still a toddler. He does stuff, but his, you know, his demeanor has changed, you know, since our living situation has changed and different things like that. So I just thank God, you know, cause I'm not, I think about the place I was in mentally, physically, emotionally and even in my heart and my soul when I was living where I was living into where I am now. And I'm probably, I'm good. Like I'm finally, I can say like for real, for real, without fear of contradiction, I'm good. You know, God has blessed me. I'm tired. Yes, I'm physically tired because I've been working <laughs> since like I ain't had a day off since last Thursday. Um, but you know, and that wasn't even a day off because I still worked about two hours. So I haven't had a day off since last week. So I am physically tired. But in my mind and my heart and my soul, I'm good. I'm so good. So that's what's up, Essence. That is a blessing. That is literally a blessing. And I'm glad to see that for you and hear that from you because I remember that there was some times that you got on here and you were like, I ain't feeling it. Don't want to tell. Right, it was because I, I I know you know what I'm saying. Like, granted, I don't talk to everybody offline. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should because I don't be want to be in everybody's business as much as I already am. I'm already in y'all business on here. You know what I'm saying? But I don't be want to call it be in everybody's business. But then I also do like to check up on you. And then you know, so hearing this, you know what I'm saying, is a great thing because it lets us know that hey, you finally get into a place where you're comfortable through you and your groove back. You know what I'm saying? You can your bounce back, and that's a blessing for so many people. It's so encouraging for so many people. If somebody needs to hear that testimony. So shout out to you, Essence. Shout out to that. Essence, though, give me one more rule. I'm going to because I'm gonna pull on you one more time right before I cut to this next song break. Give me one rule for back to school. 
Because I already told him my rule on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. My one rule was come pick up your kids on time. Not 3.05, not 3.35, not 3.45. If we say 3 o'clock, come pick your kids up at 3 o'clock. Amen. But Essence, give me um, one rule. <laughs> um, don't let these big babies leave your house and you ain't put nothing on their stomach. Even if it ain't nothing but a piece of cracker, a piece of... You know, a piece of cracker. A, a piece, piece of, of cracker. A piece of cracker. You know, a piece of cracker, a piece of cookie, you know, some a little thing of applesauce, you know, something. But don't let these babies leave your house and they not had nothing on their stuff. I don't care if they eat breakfast at school. Give them something. She said, I don't care if they eat breakfast at school. Give them something. They need something to eat on. What you mean sending these babies to this school hungry and then you be bringing them to school late and then ain't feed them no they don't eat lunch till 11 45 12 o'clock acting stupid mama lynn i'm asking you the same question go on give me one room for back to school some some of them know some of them eat as early as 10. oh oh when it, mm. uh make sure these babies know their first and last name at least their mama and daddy name name too Mama name ain't baby, sweetie, mama, or whatever her name, Pookie. Her name is, just make sure your, your child is well prepared. That's all I got to say. And you right. School out at 3 o'clock, come get your kids. Mama Lynn said, make sure your kids know how to properly identify themselves. If you're going to be sending your kids back to school, make sure they know how to properly identify themselves as well as you. When we ask your kids, what's your mama name? They shouldn't say mama. Nene. Poo poo. No, that ain't your mama name. What is your mama name? Clarissa. Turner. I don't know who that was, but who, say, say her real name. Baby, what's your name? Cause your name ain't 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 da da. Your name is not baby. Y'all better thank my mama, cause that's the only reason Emery know my name is Essence. When I tell you that little boy be like Essence, Essence, and I'll be like, you don't get to call me that, but I'm happy that he knows my name. So, yeah. <laughs> now he be calling that Essence. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you right. That's the good thing. At least he know. Because shoot, if something happened. And we say, what's your mama name? And baby, you can't tell me your mama name. Then I'm going to be like, what did you like? Uh-uh, uh-uh. We need to know your name, too. Because when, when you come to school and we ask you to stand up and introduce yourself, baby, I don't need you saying uh, my name, Big Bird. I don't need you to say they call me Fat Cat. No, I don't need none of that. Baby, we need your real name. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I'm, it could be as ghetto as it is want to be. Please give me your real name. In Jesus' name, you in school. I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all one room and then I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all another rule and then I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break. Here's my room. And this is only for the ones that got uniforms. Well, even for the ones that don't wear uniforms. Stop sending your children to school 
with unage appropriate clothes on. Even when they got uniform, wear the uniform. Like that's why they got the uniform. So your kids don't be dressing all crazy and irate. And for the kids that don't wear uniform, for the parents who kids don't wear uniforms, I'm talking directly to you. Please do me a favor. Make sure your kids got on age appropriate clothes. Your girl, your little girl in the sixth grade, why she got on 10th grade of clothes? I'm just saying. So she she she's in the sixth grade. She's in ninth grade. She shouldn't be looking like a 12th grader. She shouldn't be looking like she's in college. I'm just saying. She 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 can't even she she's learning how to color looking like she finna go get a diploma. I'm talking about what? Uh-uh. And stop putting these all this weave in these little girls' heads. I'm just saying. Get them some bows, get them some clamps, get them some nice little ribbons. Stop putting all this weave in this girl these baby's hair. I seen a six-year-old with a French bun on the first day of school. Like, why your mama dressed you like what you in the in the got? Oh, she looked like Twinkie Clark. Like, come on now, in Jesus' name. I'm Lynn, I'm sorry. I had to go off on that one because I'm tired of seeing these little kids looking grown. I'm just saying, I'm going to be honest. These little kids be looking too grown. Put on some age-appropriate clothes for your child in Jesus' name. If you need, if you need some age-appropriate clothes, ask. Hey, 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 I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. I even looked at my nieces when they were younger, and I told my niece, I said, um... I think you're a little young for that outfit. It's cute on you, but uh, mm. she said, "Well, my mama bought it, so I wear it." I was like, "Okay, you right. Your mama did buy it, and you wear it." See, and that's the problem. Your mama bought it. That's the problem. Why does your mama buy you a, a clothes that is not appropriate for your age? Yes, it look cute on her. And no, yes, we know that you want your like daughter to look cute. To go to club, and she only fifteen. That's crazy, That's crazy. Now, ain't no, ain't no child fifteen should be looking like they thirty two and they going this to somebody's club. I see every morning when I stop to get my coffee since school has started. Her uniform skirt, she can't be in, and that's just her uniform skirt. She can't be in. What that tell you? All right. That's crazy. That's crazy. These little children is too grown for their own good. But listen, I got some more. I got some more um school rules. And if you got some school rules, feel free to drop them in the chat. I see me. <laughs> Please teach them the numbers and stop changing your numbers every week. That too. And we <laughs> Cause when we need your emergency contact, we don't need no old number. Like, come on now, parents. And it be these young parents. Like, I ain't gonna count. My mama had the same number for years. Me, I done had the same number for years. For some of y'all, if y'all got kids, I don't care that you ain't trying to have your baby daddy number. I don't care that you don't want this dude calling your phone no more. Stop changing y'all numbers because we need y'all's contact information for emergency contact. Make sure it's the right number on there. And when you write it out, make sure it's legible in Jesus' name. See, that's the prophetic warning people should get. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you, you know what I'm saying, write your information on the card right, the right way. People don't want to use common sense. Hallelujah to God. But no, that's it for right now as far as my rules, though. I got some more coming up. And y'all know, right about 9 o'clock hour, I love getting into my news and hot topics. So we're going to talk about some positive things. We're going to shed some light on some positive things. Y'all know I'm always trying to look up great things for us to discuss and highlight, especially in the church. Um, Y'all know my news and hot topic segment is only because I believe in bridging the gap 
between communities, between cultures, between, um, you know, generations. You know what I'm saying? I believe that we should have conversation that is productive, mature, and that causes us to think about our future. I tell people as a, all the time as a prophet, that's my whole job is to think about the future and to think about the now. Granted, I understand the past, and yeah, I'm going to look at the past to study and learn from it, but I believe that God is setting us up for a new future, and we have to be willing to understand what's going on in the now to understand how we get to our future. Everybody want to know what's going on in heaven, and everybody want to make noise about what's going on in heaven, but nobody's really doing anything to make an impact on earth. If you can hear so much from heaven, then heaven should be telling you what to do on earth. God told Samuel, I mean, yeah, yeah, God told Samuel, hey, I ripped the hands out of Saul's hand. You know, I ripped the kingdom out of Saul's hands. That's what I mean. That's what he told Samuel. But then he also made Samuel go anoint David. And granted, the, that process took 40 years because the, the kingdom was still in Saul's hand. But at the end of the day, Saul was doing the work that God told him to do and not just speaking it. And I believe as a people, we got to get to a point where we're not just declaring and speaking the word of God, but we're actually doing the work of what God has called us to do in the earth. With that being said, though, y'all know what time it is. It's time for me to cut into my next song real quick. And then we coming right, right back with news and hot topics because apparently my man, they say they're going to arrest him and send him to jail and he going to sit right here in Fulton County. You know, that's all they be playing here on the news here at Fox 5. So they, they, they saying he got into, what, the 26th next Saturday or something like that. They say he got into something to like a week to turn himself in and he's going to be sitting right there on Rice Street. I'm telling you, going to be sitting right there in the jail. I don't know what's going on with it, but hey, we're going to talk about it in just a second. Let me go ahead, cut to my song break, and then we're going to come right, right back. And this is a good one. This is a good one. I like this one. I like this one. we coming right back after this. All right, bet. <laughs> 
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm gonna pause. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work and don't have a job, whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're waking up, inspired, educated, motivated, inspired, uh, inspired, I was going to say inspired, Lord have mercy, you know what I mean, uh, inspired, motivated, educated, dedicated, uh, encouraged, making sure you just got the right mindset, attitude, heart posture, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off like that, with the right attitude, mindset, heart posture, the right routine and stuff like that, there's things tend to go the right way, not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hangups, headaches, aggravations, irritations, frustrations, because you definitely probably gonna have some of those. But I just believe by faith that when you, you know what I'm saying, trust God and, and allow God to start to say off stuff to right, it, it tends to go a little bit better. With that being said, y'all know it's time for our news and hot topics, just like always, just like always. I don't know if y'all like that song, but I like that song. It's a throwback song from the 90s. And y'all know, like, if y'all be watching me on live, y'all see, I be lit. I be over here working out, I be exercising. I be dancing and praising, and I just be having fun because I just believe in having fun in the Lord. I don't know when the last time y'all went to a good Christian, like, like party party outside of, like, you know, church. But I like good Christian parties where we listen to, like, turn up gospel music. Like, we, we just have fun. It's, it's a little ratchet, but we have fun in Jesus' name. But, no, with that being said, it's time for us to go ahead and cut, and, and cut into news and hot topics. That's what I meant to say, to cut into news and hot topics. Um, because yeah, like I said, as much as I love hearing um, hearing what's going on in the realm of the spirit, I also like to make sure I'm aware of what's going on in the earth. I want to know what God is doing in the earth. I believe that that's automatic for us as believers. If we say we all up in heavens and we hear everything in heaven, it should give us some type of inclination of what's going on in earth. And we need to, need to also be prayerful about those things and be um, proactive about those things as believers. That's just me and how I make sense of things. Um, one of the things that, you know what I'm saying, came across my, my desk or my news feed this morning was, of course, Maui. Um, um, Mal- not Maui. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Maui? Yeah. Um, that's how you say it, Hawaii, Maui, Hawaii, the island of Hawaii that went through that wildfire. Um, shout out to Oprah too, because Oprah had a, a a home down there, a residence down there. Oprah owned like eighty percent of the land down there, something like that. It may not be eighty, but she good. She owned a good little percent of the land down there in Maui. And you know, even though her, I guess, residency wasn't affected by it when it happened, she actually sprung into action. And Oprah was seen, you know what I'm saying, giving out pillows, like helping people, you know what I'm saying, with bed. You know what I'm saying? She showed up at the shelters. And that's always good to see because most people think that when you get to a certain status, you know what I'm saying, that you can never reach down and give back, that you can never, you know what I'm saying, do things. And I think that that is a good thing to for, you know what I'm saying, hard to be out there. And what's interesting, more interesting about it was the the highlight about the moment is Oprah went down there trying to tell everybody, oh, I'm doing this. Oprah went down there trying to make a scene. It was somebody else that actually caught her on camera, you know, giving out these this stuff to people. So, you know what I'm saying? I think that was just a little a little positive moment. I think that was a real dope moment. But y'all make sure y'all keep them in y'all prayer list. I think that's what I'm going to start calling it when we do certain things in news and hot topics. I'm going to start doing a sick and shut in list because we need to start praying for those that are sick and shut in and going through. Also, speaking of, and I ain't trying to, you know, say it in a bad way or whatever, but y'all pray for Bishop Carlton Pearson. Um, Carlton Pearson been in the hospital um, lately, 
And I don't know about y'all, but, you know, I've been seeing a lot of attacks on, you know what I'm saying, a lot of some of our greats, some of the people that we've loved for years and stuff like that. And uh, in the beginning of the year, God told me that we was going to lose a lot of people this year. You know what I'm saying? Some of the good people that we wanted to last. And I just believe by faith that we got to start praying for these leaders because prayer actually works. You know what I'm saying? And you never know when your family need prayer. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and continue to lift up the men of God, the people, you know what I'm saying, that are devastated by that wildfire. And anybody that you know that just may be going through hard times, just always lift up a quick prayer silent for a prayer form. It may not be deep. It may not be, you know, a lot. But you know what I'm saying? At least say something. At least honor them within God. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you believe in the same God that do stuff for your family. Believe in that God to do stuff for other people's family. Amen. Amen. Um, what else? What else was in my news and hot topics? I don't know. Mama Lynn, did you see some? Uh, I see Prophet Christian came in. I see Ebony then came in. Yeah, I can feel free to jump in, check in, tell us how you doing. Because other than that, I see Donald Trump. And like I said, I don't think Donald Trump going to go to jail. Fonnie Willis, some of some, she finna put him in jail. And they finna go through the whole booking and the random process. But truth is, I don't think that's going to be true. And I don't think, like, he the president. Like, how y'all going to set him in jail and not give him a bond or a bail? Well, he ain't the president no more. Y'all I, I, I keep reminding me. He ain't the president no more. But he's a former president. How y'all, like, I, I, come on now. I ain't, y'all ain't finna put this man in a holding cell and get him no bond. And even if y'all do get him a bond, he the former president of the United States. You should, I'm, you think he don't got it? That man probably got it. Like, come on now. I just think it's interesting because if it was a black man, he would have been locked up. But it is what it is. Uh... Prophet Chris, how you doing this morning, sir? Go ahead, check in for me. How you feeling? Well, grace and peace to God, our Father, to all of God's people. I am well. God is good. Uh, it's another day's journey, and I'm certainly glad about it. Um, I'm excited about what the Lord is going to do today. Uh, I anticipate great things. I anticipate great opportunities. I anticipate new doors. Um, on this day, y'all ain't saying nothing, but I said it. I said it's going to happen on this day, and I'm excited about it. Glory to God. Um, I am eternally grateful to be in the room this morning. Uh, oftentimes, my mornings don't give me the opportunity to check in with the saints of God, but I'm grateful for this morning and this opportunity to be able to check in. Um, I am uh, on my way to get my hair done because it looks crazy. <laughs> Praise God. It's about 78 degrees. Hallelujah. Um, I just had me a nice biscuit. Uh, bacon and, and, and scrambled eggs, glory to God, uh, with a few of them good bow jangles, bow rounds. Y'all y'all know anything about it? Oh, all right. Maybe it's just me. Hallelujah to God. And, um, yeah, I'm here for it. Um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful day, and I'm excited about what the Lord's going to do. And I'm going to go ahead and be quiet as we chat a little bit. All right, so here's the thing. Where are your questions on the table? You already see the topic of the room. Because this is Thursday. It's a smooth day. I didn't get a chance to prepare yesterday for one of them deep conversations. So we're going to try to keep it light today. We're going to try to keep it cool today. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we was just on news and hot topics. But, of course, the topic of the room is back to school because, you know, a lot of parents, a lot of people are dealing with these back to school things. So one of the things that I did, of course, 
I made a little video on TikTok being funny because every now and then I go to speak at some schools every now and then I try to help with like after school cares, little programs and stuff like that. And one thing that we always run into as being, you know what I'm saying, a volunteer or a helper is people not picking their kids up on time. So I made me a little funny TikTok video telling parents this school year, the number one rule is come pick your kids up on time not 302 not 305 not 345 not 357 we say three o'clock come pick your kids up at three o'clock i don't need to see you uh sending me a text message at 345 telling somebody i'll be there in 15 minutes no it's already 45 minutes come pick your kid up on time that's rule number one mama lynn gave some rules essence gave some rules essence told them you know what i'm saying feed your kid before they come to school don't don't bring your kids in the hunger even if they do get breakfast at school don't bring them in the hunger give them a crackle or something mama lynn said make sure they put on some clothes you know what i'm saying we don't need them dressing inappropriate you're in the sixth grade you don't need to be dressing like you in the 12th grade you know what i'm saying praise god but you being an educator or a former educator i need to know what is one of your back to school rules for this year we got a different generation of kids they crazy they be having cell phones and stuff so what's your number one rule this year for back to school you know, I don't know if uh, this is going to uh, go well with what I'm going to say um, because, thanks to God, um, they get a little antsy when I start talking like this essence. Um, and Mother Lynn and, and Prophet and, and Dr. Patton and Miracle Mama, they get a little frustrated with me when I start talking like this. But I get frustrated with them because make sure your kid wash those parts. Glory to God. Make sure they wash them parts and make sure they put on some deodorant. God bless. You told the truth. Oh, my gosh. You told the truth. Only prophet Christian. Only prophet Christian. He said make sure they wash because they be coming in there musty. We don't need them to come in there smelling like who did it. Well, why? how you gonna be washing the blood but not washing soap? That's I'm going to. Need. <laughs> Make sure and I know, that, I know that is your. See the the, the and, and here I go because I, I go another step further because that's your cute baby. That's your cute baby, and you used to the you the, you don't got a, accustomed to that smell. That is not what I want to smell when I got to teach them how to add. Two plus two. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me, but I said it to you. And so this is why, you know, we teachers have to have different things in the classroom because y'all refuse to do it at the house. And that's all I'm going to say. They look good. They got on Jordans, but they musty. They stink. They smell like garbage juice. Yeah, it can't, it can't be right. Because how, how you going to have the baby smell like fish sticks and they ain't even lunchtime yet? Because I'm going on mute. I'm so weak. Not they looking cute on the first day of school, but then you must and smell like outside. Lord have mercy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, I worked, and I worked with kindergartners. So imagine. Oh, see, I got a rule about kindergartners too in a second. But I'm I'm hoping um Miracle Mama Ebony gonna say it before I say it. Because I got a I got a ooh, I got a good old rule for back to school and for the, for these little ones. Please, please. I just I just come on now. I'm gonna throw it over to Ebony so she can check in and she gonna hopefully give me her rule real quick. <laughs> Ebony, it's on you. Do the loop. Your mic is 
Okay, maybe she ain't done. She has a problem. And she can't assume she, so she'll come back. Dr. Patton. Can I give another rule? Go for it. And can you please teach them how to brush their teeth? Because your breath stink and now they breath stink. You pass that on. That's a generation curse that you pass down to your child. And I, I want somebody to, to help the saint brush their teeth so that they don't smell like gangrene in their mouth. And that's right. And your and your uh your teeth, your kids' teeth should be looking like a, a hot butter corn, corn on the cob. Nor should they mouth look like the yellow brick road. So rest them children bit. I was so finna say they should learn that at home. I was finna say we need that that's the parents like parents go yeah, y'all should cause but that's why most of them be coming to the school with all silver teeth in their mouth, all them silver teeth and caps and stuff. That's what the cap is actually real. Go ahead. <laughs> that's why the cap is real. <laughs> Dr. Pat, go ahead and check in. And I need you to give me your rule as well. Uh, it's 80 degrees in the great city of Nashville. No breakfast yet. I'm on 5 and 10, which depends on the, the scale. Um, Let's see. You know, it's a lot of stuff I got I got rules about. And if I told y'all in here, I, I'd start preaching. So I, I'm not I'm not going to tell you them rules because it... it, it it might trigger some of y'all and trigger me too. So, um, um, but well, no. Let me say this: If you go to school, especially if you're going to school and you're a parent, make sure them babies fit their school clothes and make sure you got them the school clothes they fit for them this year and not last year. You had all summer. You know, you had hot girl summer. You went to the Essence Festival. You did all of that. And went on vacation, and now it's time for back to school. And them babies ain't got their supplies, and they ain't got their school clothes. Do better. I couldn't get off mute. What you said that bad? And it was the Elsie's festival and everything. And went to the Beyonce concert. And went to the Beyonce concert. You know she high. <laughs> But but the babies ain't got no school clothes and no supplies. Okay. <laughs> they ain't got no school clothes. And watch this. No I told supplies. you I can rant about this. And then you mad that the church didn't uh didn't have a back to school drive to get you your, get your school supplies that you should have bought yourself because you was out here not doing what you supposed to do. But the church ain't got it. So now you mad at the church and you tell me what's wrong with the church and you ain't say what's wrong with your overspending but over prioritize yourself, your low expect okay, all right. Let me okay. Go back on you. That's okay, calm down. I agree with you, Dr. Patton. I agree with you one hundred percent. I have a, a little cousin and she posted on Facebook. She said, I don't understand how these parents go out here and their kids don't have nothing for back to school. I didn't took my kids on vacation. We didn't have big fun. But look at here. I mean, she got four kids. Two boys, two girls. Oh, okay. I, I was about to say, I was like, I was like she, got four, she got 14 or four kids. I was about to say 14. Four. Okay. Four. Two girls, two boys. She had all their stuff laid out. She said, I bought stuff off and on all summer long. She said, I put uniforms and layaway. Everything I got them all together. They each got two pair of shoes. Sit your girl with your bag. 
And she has, her oldest is in high school. So ain't no excuse. It's what you want for you and your kids. I still got school supplies that uh, I got to go in the box, get what I need to get out, and take it over to my son's house. Even though they got their school supplies, I just want to make sure they got a little extra. That's just that's just the grandmother in me. Don't get mad. But, I mean, that's a good thing. And, granted, I can understand those parts because, I mean, I can I can understand both ends. And that's why I love working with certain churches because I've worked with a couple churches here in Atlanta, and we're doing back-to-school drives. But then at the same time, there are other churches that, you know, some ministries may not have it to actually give out. But then at the same time, Pastor Pat, I get you on that end of the parents. Like, the parents have to be more responsible. You know your kids are ready to go back to school. You should be preparing for that. You should, you know what I'm saying, be in position for that but i think that's the problem that we we keep teaching now and i think i'm gonna start a series on it well we stop searching for revelation and stop trying to be so deep and start getting disciplined like that's what that's what they need you know what i'm saying on both sides parent size student size and for those people who want to point it back at the church and put the church into it like it's our fault that people don't have everything that they should have okay well let's start teaching them discipline and let's lack off the revelation because everybody want to hear from god but don't nobody want to hear from god on being discipled on being in a place where you actually grow and elevate. You know what I'm saying? We need the next word. We need a, a whole, what God said now. We need a whole revelation of this, that, and the other. But come on now. Let's let's get to the discipline. Let's get to the foundations. Let's get to the basics, please. Because, yeah, come on now. We, we should have to have, have these problems within kids. But then, hey, I'm going to offer a suggestion as well, though. I'm going to offer a suggestion and an alternative for those of us that are in leadership. Get you a school to adopt. You know what I'm saying? Get you a school to adopt for the year. You know what I'm saying? And granted, maybe once a month, you and your church decide to go in there and do a speaking engagement. You know what I'm saying? Once a month, you guys decide to go in there and pray. Or, yeah, pick a teacher that y'all want to bless every other month or something like that. But get to the point where they actually, where you actually have a presence in the community with these schools. Schools, with these teachers, with these parents. But yeah, that's that's just I, I, I would say this though. I mean, how about why do we think that discipleship is not a revelation in itself? That 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 starts there. Because I think that as pastors and leaders in the church and fivefold ministry gifts, you're right. Until we stop trying to search for this this thing that we can say that ain't nobody said yet, or say it a different way nobody said it. Uh, instead of really being committed to teaching the ABCs of ministry, which is discipleship, by the way, which is discipline. And I, I think that when you see children not have what they need, now, hey, there's a place where we're supposed to be benevolent because there are certain situations that people just can't help. And even yeah. with the best preparation, you know, we ain't talking about them folks. We talking about the folks when you see their Facebook, you know that they had the money and they blew it. They blew it. Thanks. <laughs> Come on, you at Disneyland in July, and then school start back in August, and you tell my son, you know, uh, you know, I, I need some help with my kids' school supplies. Why stuff so high? You ain't asked that question when you was at the Beyonce concert. You ain't say that. You know, the, the the school supplies is cheaper than the Beyonce ticket. Look like you got got your priorities off. And, and when we start when we start talking like that, we talk we talking mean. We getting the people business, but no, we ain't getting the people business. We, we can see what you're doing because you put it on Facebook, you put it on Instagram, 
And, I mean, yeah. And, and, and discipline is one of them things to where it's, it's biblical and it's spiritual. But, you know, some of the most disciplined people are not folks that go to church. Mm, facts. That's that's true. That's facts. That's 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 a good point, Patton. That's and, and a then, good point. And then, and then, and then, he go, and then here, here's what they say. Why should I come to your church when you don't even match the kind of discipline I got? You don't, you don't, you don't have the same work that you, you don't, you don't have the same approach. You said to it right. The work and family, family, the reverence, yeah. the discipline. Yeah, that's it. You know why? Why? What? 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 Jesus, you serve. What God, you serve. Look like my, look like my method worked better than yours. That's why Daniel was like, look, I, I'm not gonna let y'all. I'm, I'm not going to let y'all outwork me with the king. Let me do the things of God over here. And I'm going to show you that my methods work better. When we can't do that in this time of day and time, and, and the babies need clothes and the baby needs shoes, and, uh, and, and because our, our priorities are off or our discipline is off, then that, that whole thing to me startles me sometimes when I see it. In particular, when I have those conversations with people that don't go to church. They love to tell the church about what the, what the church ain't doing. But then they'd be like, oh, so like, so is it the church fault that you can't pay your rent? Oh, people, they bringing all their money to the church. That ain't true. Because the Pew Research say that only about 10 to 15% of folks that actually attend church actually support the church financially. We can prove that. So we know that the, 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 the folks ain't giving all their money to the church. You need to go see where they really giving all their money to. Jordans, PlayStation, games, all that other stuff that they don't. We got to start telling the truth. But we're afraid to because, you know, when, when, when we talk about what needs to change and you tell the truth about what ha, how it has to change and how it's going to change, then that's where the folks at. But that's just me. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I think a lot of people just don't like being told, you know, what to do. Everybody has their own approach of doing things. Everybody believes that they're right. Everybody knows for themselves. And when you try to, you know, tell people, help people, or do anything with people, you know, they feel some type of way, which is understandable. I mean, it's completely understandable. I just think it's interesting because, I mean, hey, as believers, we have to get a grip on reality. <laughs> like we really do. We have to get a grip on reality and get to the point where we start teaching people true discipleship and what that looks like, you know, as 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 people you know what i'm saying like i think that, that that that's a real reality that we have to teach we all want the revelation but nobody wants the discipline which is like you said Pat, in the abc's the foundation of how to be a better believer how to be a, a better a, a preacher you know what i'm saying like you want to be the top-notch prophet in the world but at the end of the day your foundation is like off like yeah, yeah. How you going to be a master prophet with a 450 uh, credit score? That's trying to figure that out. I mean, hey, that's possible, I guess. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Ebony, how you doing this morning? You available now to go ahead and, ch and do, your, do, your, do your check in the school rules? I don't know if hey, your mic was. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good morning. Um... You a little low. You sound like Mama Lynn. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm not the baby. Oh, okay. 
It's 80 degrees. It's going to be 90 and sunny. Um, I don't know what breakfast is going to be. Might cook me some bacon. We'll see. I don't know. Um, it's going to be a chill day today. Not doing much of anything. Got Miracle Mama's a little bit later. Uh, wrapping up this term. It is over as of tomorrow. Thank God I made it. Um, so I'm just going to be chilling. Waiting for my grades to roll in. And just taking advantage of this time I have until the 28th. Wayne goes back to school. I go back to school. That's about it over here, y'all. Um, on a scale of 1 to 5, I am 5. So, looking forward to the conversation. Ebony, what's one of your back to school rules this year? Back to school rules. Um, hmm. Teachers, tell me what you need at the beginning of the school year. You need tissue, you need what you need. Tell me what you need, and I'm going to get it for you. Don't send me no note home at the end of December. Talking about you need a whole new list of school supplies. I'm not doing it. Tell me what you need at the beginning of the school year. I'll get it for you. But um, don't keep sending me no list home. She got a new list probably every two months, three months of stuff she needed brought. Don't do that. So that's my back to school rule this year. My fault. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was texting at the same time on the whole other screen, but that's what's up. That one actually makes sense too, because I ain't gonna cap. I didn't see when my niece had brought that little note said in the middle of the year. Oh, we're out of this, this, and that. Could everybody please donate some copy paper? Can somebody please donate this? And I'd be like, come on now, y'all. You right? Y'all should have told us that in the beginning of the year. Don't, don't be hitting us up in October. No, we prepare for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Actually, us donate no copy paper. I don't mind paper. that. I don't mind that. Like if you run out of it, like they ran out of tissues. I don't mind that because I know my daughter be the main one. You know, you know that she the main one. But it's a whole nother list. Like at first you said crayons, this is this. Now in the middle of the year, you telling me she need paint and brushes and sponges and like why didn't you tell me that at the beginning of the year like i could have brought it um and then they'd be wanting you to buy it for the whole class now i get you know it's easier to just have it all in one community pot and everybody use it i get it but you know i'm that parent who wanted to buy my daughter like cute stuff like i brought her the little um instead of regular crayons i have brought her the kind that like twist up so you can't break them as easy Little did I know, they was going to get shared into the pot. So everybody got to use them. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying nothing expensive again. Because um, I was going to be that parent that was going to put her name on everything. So I have labels, like with her name, for everything. Pencil size, notebook size, book bag size. I got labels for everything. And so I was going to go through and label all that stuff. But the teachers was like, no, we share it. So it's no need to label it. I was like, okay, what I buy for my daughter is what I buy for my daughter, but I understand. So I'm just not buying nothing expensive this time. A little construction paper, all that stuff. I'm gonna give it to y'all, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm just not gonna write her name and stuff on it. But this is a new school, so we'll see. She's going to an actual elementary school. Maybe they'll do things differently. Um, but I don't like that I haven't heard from her teacher yet. So I don't know what she needs. 
Um, so I guess they're going to give us that stuff first day of school and then expect us to go run and get it, which I don't like. Um, I don't know. This county is weird. In times past, you know, teacher will reach out two, three weeks before school. These people just hit me up the other day telling me all this stuff they need, um, paperwork and stuff. And I'm like, why, why wouldn't y'all tell me this? Like school about to start in like a week. Why would y'all just be doing it? So. I got a feeling this school is going to be real last minute, but we'll, we'll see. Prophet. I like, yes, ma'am. It's crazy though. So this is why, uh, I had, uh, I learned a lot when I worked in the school system. Number one, uh, the school system don't give teachers, um, any money anymore to supply their classrooms. It is up to them to decorate and supply their classes. That's why they give you a list of stuff for the classroom that they need. And they ask for abundance of it because they know some parents is going to give and some parents ain't, ain't, and I said it, ain't, and then some parents don't have it. So that's why they ask. And I always tell parents that I know, if you don't want it shared, don't send it. Because they're going to take, like they did with Essence and Rain, them cute little expensive crayons and share them. Why? I don't know. If you didn't put that in the bag with the other stuff, then you should not share it. But the teachers see it as, oh, they can't fight because crayon ain't broken. And most kids don't like coloring with a broken crayon. And if you was the one to break the crayon, oh, so-and-so broke that crayon. So, yeah, like I said, if you don't want to share, don't send it. Keep it at home. That's what I used to do. I kept the best supplies at home for my kids for what they needed. Okay, that's it. Are you speaking on mute or are you trying? Yes, ma'am, I was. I was, I was talking on mute. I was over here saying, yeah, you keep all the extra expensive stuff at home for when they do their homework, they do their projects, all of that stuff when they do that at home. When they're at school, no, you use that community stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you use that and, and, and make sure you hand sanitize it. And that's another thing. That's one of my rules, too. Make sure y'all properly hand sanitize for the teachers, students, and all these other folks. They say COVID might be on the rise coming back. They say leprosy out here in Florida. Make sure that you sanitize and make sure that you washing your hands and all the other good stuff. I had a homeboy the other day, some stuff I can book my flight to Florida. I said, first of all, black people are supposed to not be going to Florida because they put a ban on Florida, first of all. So why are you still going to Miami? Pause there. And let me parenthetically digress. In addition to that, Florida got cases of leprosy. So uh anybody who travels to Florida this year 
and your kids went on vacation with you, baby, make sure y'all take some hand sanitizer with them in their book bag. Make sure y'all got some hand sanitizer on their book bag with the little keychain thing when it be dangling. Uh-huh, because they got all them other little toys hanging from their book bag. McDonald's little, 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 little toys and prizes and stuff. No, put them some hand sanitizer on their book bag so they can wash their hands because I don't want them coming to church bringing them them, 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 them germs that they got from the schoolhouse to the church house. No, you keep schoolhouse and, and church house germs separate, in Jesus' name. But, yeah. Delay, um, Miss Paula, <laughs> yeah, I just be going off on tangents. My fault, I can get into my patent mode. <laughs> She's going off. <laughs> but I like what Miss Paula said in the background. She said, um, and Miss Paula, I ain't, I ain't read all of this, so I'm not sure if you are a teacher or not, but I see where you said, um, I said a fallless and a springless to replenish. Colds and flus always increase uh, the needs of the classroom, depending on the school support system. Your location, um, the supplies given to the teachers may not be consistent, which is true, which is true. I mean, a lot of places you run out of school supplies real easy, real fast, especially depending on where you are, what type of education that you're that you're actually facing. But hey, quick question, and I maybe I don't be paying attention to it because I don't buy school supplies. I don't got no kids, and you know it really don't benefit me. But do, do anybody in here benefit from tax free weekend? Do y'all still do people still go tax free shopping weekend for their kids for like uniforms and supplies and stuff like that? No, because it's too late. Ain't nobody going school shopping the week before school. You know, like well, they do that too late. They need to do that in like June, July. Ain't nobody waiting till the week. When is tax free weekend school. though? Is it, this weekend for us? We had oh, it uh, the uh, end of July, beginning of August. We had it in the beginning of August. Uh, and uh, it didn't seem like it was tax free to me because. It was so, look, what you really need, it was tax, it wasn't tax free. So I'm putting it that way. Oh, so yeah, they said houses in July. Yeah, babies need laptops now when they go to school. Uh, (laughs) They need so much stuff and that stuff wasn't tax free. All kids don't wear uniforms. So, you know, it it was hit and miss. I didn't even worry about it. I hey, my grandkids need it. They let me know I'm just going to get it. I paid the taxes on it, don't matter. Sure. Okay, yeah, I'm reading on it now. Cause I remember back in the day and um when my mom used to take us school shopping. We used to go on tax free weekend. We used to try to get us a little nice little outfit. We was getting our school supplies. Oh, yeah, I remember, but now, now I don't remember tax free weekend now because I'm grown. I don't got no kids. But that'll be a good time because I'll be spending all this money when I do be helping folks. And I should just start stocking up on tax free weekend. So then when they say, oh, probably my baby needs it, I can go in my little closet like I do now. Okay. Start going on tax free weekend. It's over now, though. But probably most of that stuff start being on sale in uh, July. Yeah, so that's I what it wait. said. Yeah. I started stocking up when they start pulling them crayons out, them cray- Crayolas, and you can find them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would stock up. Them little spiral notebooks, pencils, ink pens. I start even loose leaf paper. Yeah. I start stacking up. 
Then when somebody said, my baby needs some school supplies, you're going to get some crayons, maybe some colored pencils, some ink pens, some pencils, and a, a ring binder, and, and, and some and notebook paper. And you're doing good when you get it in a Kroger bag, because I ain't buying no book bag. You know, I only do it if somebody said my baby needs some school supplies. You don't say nothing to me? Hey, I can't help you. Because I don't know what you need. So, hey, that's what it is. I have always been like that. Ain't no excuse for kids not going to school the first day with just a few things that they might need. They might not have everything, but just give them the few things that they may need. And they can get through. The rest to come. I agree with you, Mama Lynn. I agree. But I see K Nick in the room and I know you be in school and you are educator and all that other stuff now. I'm sure you got one of the rules for back to school. Give me a back to school rule, K Nick. Come to school. Oh, not just come to school. <laughs> Won't even be calling your parents asking why they ain't at school for truancy. What'd you say, Mama Lynn? Oh, was that Katie? That was you? Who, who was that? Somebody said something. I think it was Mama Lynn. Her she just cut out. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that. That do make sense. That's that's a good one. Just come to school. Come, <laughs> come just, just we'll take care of all the rest when you get here. Just come to the building. Hey, Amen. I guess that works. That is that the works. hardest part for most of the kids, because a lot of them kids they be missing a lot of time. Rain's teacher was telling me they had one kid. He missed like sixty something days this school year. Which is crazy. 60 something days. I think my daughter would be sick, maybe miss five or six, maybe 60 days. That is insane. So, yeah. I'm wondering what you're doing. I'd be wondering what you're doing missing that much school. That's truancy. That, that's neglect. Like, yeah, something going on at home. Yeah. Many days. Unless you are high but, school and you you're know, just skipping school. Okay, so uh, most homeless kids have better attendance than the, than the kids that live in a home. Yep. I've heard that narrative. Now, that's crazy. They have a they want their meals. Too, but they, right, right. Not only that, they're in a warm state, well, supposedly safe. We don't say safe place for at least six to seven hours. So what's the excuse for other people? My main rule in my house and my, at my parents' house was you going to school. No excuses. No excuses. And if I didn't know, I helped them find out what they needed to know. Just like my parents helped me find out what I needed to know. So now, uh-uh. We got to, I don't know why kids be missing school. I love school. I guess I was just crazy. 
Me too. I ain't had no choice but to go to school. But then, you know, for some kids, you know what I'm saying, like you said, Mother Delane, like, you know, kids that be like sometimes homeless, that be the safest place for them to go. But then those kids who may have parents who, you know what I'm saying, y'all privileged, they don't be caring about their kids going to school. They 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 really don't be caring sometimes. And that's that's a sad reality. But it's true that some of these parents really don't, just don't be caring. And they think they're sending their kids off to school and their kids not showing up. They're doing something they probably don't got no business doing. But not all yeah, of them. Yeah, most so of them kids that don't come them. to school, it's probably because, you know, the parents just ain't taking the time to bring them, which is what I think was happening with that little boy because they were saying he had flights in the beginning of the school year. Um... His mom would send notes, um, like asking, could they like wash him up before school because she didn't have time to, all kinds of crazy stuff. So I think that was just a neglect case. But the weird yeah. thing is, the little boy would have on like the newest tennis shoes, and so it's not a money issue. It's not an issue at at home in terms of like supplies. I just think his parents was just trifling. I just think she just didn't feel like bringing. I remember meeting her at orientation because my son, I mean, my daughter and her son were thick as thieves. Like, they were following each other around. I remember getting notes in the beginning of the year that them two was, like, inseparable. And so they'd asked me, could they go to speech therapy together? I was like, sure. Um, but then when I started asking random questions, like, you know, so-and-so, did you play with so-and-so today? She wouldn't really answer me. Well, when I would say other names, she'd repeat their names back. So that was kind of, I guess, a sign to me that he wasn't really there like that. Um, of course, the teachers couldn't tell me the real, real until after her graduation. Because I definitely asked. And I didn't see him at the graduation. So I'm like, what's up? Like, where is he? Like, what kid would miss their pre-K graduation? Well, him. Because he didn't graduate. So unfortunately, I didn't even know that was possible. But he's going to have to do pre-K over again, which is really, really sad. Wow. Um, and it's not even for academic reasons. It's because you didn't bring the baby to school. And I don't understand that because that particular school, you know, my, that's not even my daughter's own school. It was like 25 minutes away. They sent transportation for her. So I don't really understand why, like, I don't get it. You just have to be extra stupid duper trifling. To just not want your kid to go to school. Maybe she didn't take it seriously because it's pre-K. I don't know, but it's just sad. Yeah, that is kind of sad, especially with you being that young, like in pre-K. Yeah, that already starts a, a a bad a bad process for you, and I hope that doesn't become like a learned behavior for her as a little person. Hmm. Y'all be, think, be thinking differently because y'all got so, kids. Essence, I don't be having no kids. <laughs> so, Essence, so you saying the baby didn't come to school? Oh, you got the wrong magazine, Mama Lynn. This Ebony, but yeah. Oh, we, yeah, not the wrong magazine. But yeah, yep, the baby didn't come to school. They said the baby missed about 60 days. 60 days of school. Um, he, didn't, he didn't come. Therefore, he didn't graduate. And of course, they had said that they had to put, um, you know, put put a notice in, um, a report. They're mandated reporters, 
So they had to report it to um to CPS um, or I mean well DSF that's I think what it's called here. But yeah. Yeah. Preschool is considered uh regular school now. Uh, because they want all kids to go to preschool. So Well see here um, we got preschool and we got pre K. So pre K is a part of the actual school system. Preschool okay. is just like you can go to preschool at a daycare. But pre K is mandated. It used to be where you could test out a pre K. Like when I was a kid, I tested out a pre K, which is why I was always younger than everybody. So I graduated when I was 17 because I skipped pre K, because I already knew what I needed to know. Took the test, passed it, went straight to kindergarten. But it's not like that anymore. Pre K is a mandate. And I think it's because mainly they know parents not teaching like they used to teach us back in the 80s. Parents are just relying on teachers to teach their kids everything. Back in the day, you know, my mom and I was sitting down with flashcards teaching us everything we needed to know. We went to school already knowing. And there was a test back in the day, you know, when your child went to pre-K just to see where they were. Now, they just say, you know, bring your kids as they are. There are kids who show up to pre-K not knowing colors, numbers, nothing at all so you know it's a, it's a mandate um now at least in maryland that a child goes to pre-k well here uh pre-k fill up pretty fast so and then a lot of schools don't have pre-k and then they mix the pre-k in with the kindergartners so um i don't think my oldest two granddaughters went to pre-K. They may have. I just remember being in school. <laughs> and they graduated from kindergarten. That was cute. That's a whole different ballgame. But uh, Jay didn't go to. She started off in pre-K and then the pandemic hit. So that wiped that out. So... Uh, she just end up going to kindergarten. So I think it's a preference here. I don't think they mandated it, but they do offer and say, put your children in some kind of head start program. Uh, I know a lot of parents work with their kids here. Uh, they, I see them at Walmart and other stores buying flashcards, you know, numbers, shapes, colors. Um, I tell them to write the color of the, if your wall is blue, put it on a piece of paper and write blue, stick it on the wall. Um, so refrigerator, you know, just uh, a lot of things you can do at home to work with your children. I know Hey, Nick and Prophet Child ain't got no babies. But Essence understand what I'm saying. And the ladies below understand what I'm saying. Uh, it's no excuse whether you have, if you're going to put them in school, keep them in school, take them to school, go to school. Uh, that's all I'm saying. But that's sad. You're in pre-K and you can't graduate because you didn't. 
that's not a good way to start off in life and learning responsibility. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, and like you said, it's really like a, it's it's no excuse. Um, even with like tablet, my daughter has always like done better visually. Um, like learning things through games, and I I learned that early. Like there was a game that helped her learn her shapes, and I realized early that my daughter was really good with matching shapes, like visual things, and so I downloaded those games on her tablet. Um, so I was able to see that, and you know, just help her perfect that by downloading those games. So she's not on her tablet watching stupid, you know kids playing on their tablet and other stuff that kids are, you know, watching kids playing games and crap like that. My daughter's on her tablet. She has a tablet that is designed for kids. It's an Amazon Fire. And so it has, it's basically built in parental controls. I control what she sees. Um, you know, all of the games that are on there are, are educational, helping her with phonics and numbers and all of that. It's actually time for me to go on there and delete some stuff because she's pretty much mastered her like phonics and shape things and all of that so I need to really go in there and switch stuff out but yeah I have um to this day still and I need to take them down I have some um let's see that one is like an animal poster identifying the animals numbers letters colors those are all taped on my dog living wall because during the pandemic we spent a whole lot of time in my living room and so you know that's just where we put them so she could see them every single day. And it worked because she would walk by the post every day before that TV turned on, before she got her tablet. Okay, what's this? Where's the cow? What does the cow say? She was two when the pandemic hit. Um, so she was two and I was asking her these questions like, you, you've got to answer this for me before we do anything else. And she did it. It's the simple things that we can do to help educate our kids. You ain't got to be a teacher. You don't have to be trained in it. Just pay some doggone attention to your kids. And I think that's that's where things get dicey. People just do not pay enough attention to their children. When they're small like that, you just let them run around, do whatever, just stay out of my way. It's how a lot of parents treat it. And it's just, it's unproductive. It's really unproductive for those kids. And their mother doesn't realize she's getting the case early. That school system and uh, CPS, if CPS isn't already in her life, is now going to be on her. They're really going to be watching her now to make sure that, you know, that child and other children in the home, if there are other children, you know, are, are good. So she really messed herself up with that. And she definitely messed her child up by not bringing them to pre-K. That is kind of sad. I mean, yeah, because now once you get to kindergarten, you ain't going to know how to learn for real. And those small stuff, that's the do matter. I went to head start in pre-K, too. So that's why I think I was trying to advance as well. I always finish my work fast. Hmm, that's interesting. Hey, another thing, since we're talking about school-related things, did y'all hear about the um, Michael Orr story um, that was based off the movie Blindside? Have y'all been following up with that? Has anybody heard about that? Uh-uh, I hadn't heard about that. Okay, so there was a movie called Blindside that came out a couple years ago. 
Um, it became really popular because Sandra Bullock played in it. Well, it's based off of the narrative of these two white people adopting a black, uh, a young black man to play football. Of course, they adopted him to play football. He goes off to like, you know, one of them D9 schools and sign one of them big deals, one of the big contracts, eventually goes to the NFL, all this other stuff. Well, here it is years later. I think the movie came out in 2009. That probably happened maybe a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? Before, well, they, they end up adopting him or whatever um, a couple of years before. You know, the video came out in 2009. Well, here it is in 2023. He just now found out that the people actually never did adopt him. They put him under conservatorship, kind of like they did with, um, um, with um, what's her name? Britney Spears. So apparently even the movie that was based off of him um, and his likeness and the family adopted him and sending him to school, all this other stuff, he ain't got no money from it. And these people are still banking money off of that story, off of what they did for him, apparently, even off the movie and whatnot. And he's apparently just getting nothing because he was never actually originally adopted by those people. They actually signed a conservatorship for him and make, basically just, you know what I'm saying, put him in chains, basically, for lack of better words. And I felt very, very, I said, God, dog, they done got another one. They done got another one. Literally. He said that he said that he was already going to that school. The issue was that he did not want to stay in a group home. But his brother had already got him in that school. So he was already going there. Um they did not adopt him. He thought he was signing adoption papers. He didn't realize yeah. he was signing conservatorship. And at yeah. the time he was signing the papers for the adoption, he didn't re- he didn't know that he was signing uh, movie releases and books. Yeah, like his likenesses and stuff over. Yeah, right. He mm-hmm. he didn't know he was signing all of that because he was trusting them and believing in them. And now they uh, raised that boy. He, he started saying it wasn't true after the movie came out. He kept saying, that ain't true. That ain't what happened. He has always been saying that. Finally, he wrote a book about it. Now, you know, the uh, they, they speaking out. But now everybody looking at him like side-eyed. Yeah. Right, we, we love the movie. Right, that was a good movie. We all can quote something from that movie. And that just broke my heart. You know, oh, y'all just Britney Spears, this boy. We a man now. But still, they were wrong. I don't care what they say, they were wrong. You know, you sold your business for over so many millions of dollars. Your fast food business, come on. Somebody, uh, the truth gonna set you free. That's all I got to say. So yeah, he's apparently been in the conservatorship for nineteen years, to be exact. Um, while he thought he was uh, uh, adopted, 
he was actually, you know, on the conservatorship. And I'm looking at the updates now because I've been trying to follow along with the story. Because, yeah, Mama Lynn was kind of right. And they're just now speaking up and speaking out about it. Because, of course, um, the Tuis, which is the family that adopted him, the Tuis had a, old, uh, a daughter and a son. The son at that age, I think, was named Sean. And Sean was probably like 9 or 10 that, um, at that age, you know, when they were adopting him, when the movie was being filmed, all this other stuff. And now Sean has grown, and Sean is actually talking talking about you know what actually happened in the fi- in the family dynamic, what happened like with the money of the movie and all the other stuff, and then like a recent update that I'm looking at right now that was posted three hours ago at six thirty eight this morning. Um, I think this is by the New York Post says that uh, the Tui family will end their 19 year conservatorship with Michael Orr, according to their attorneys. Um, so he'll start having the chance to get, you know, get some money off of this, um, because the bo- the movie grossed, thir- Ugh, I can't even say the number. The movie grossed three hundred million in box office, and they still get money from that. That's crazy, three hundred million dollars, and this man ain't seen none of that money because of this uh, quote unquote conservatorship. Now my thing is, I don't believe he ain't seen none of the money. I do believe they probably was giving him some money because they loved him. They probably cared for him. You know what I'm saying? They probably was some evil white people. They probably was some greedy, stingy white people. However, I don't believe he 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 didn't benefit from it at all. I believe he definitely, you know what I'm saying, benefited from the conservatorship a little bit. But I feel like now he's not benefiting from it as much. And now that he's finding out about it, it's messing with him. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he, started, he probably was going short on some money. And they probably wouldn't give him the money, and he probably ain't getting some check. So he looked into some information and found out, oh, yeah, I got me messed up. You know what I'm saying? That's all it was, Mama Lynn. I think, you know, he, they, you know, they say he lives a very comfortable life. He's not, you know, he's very conservative with his money. He's very wise with his money. Uh, he know who all his siblings are and where they are and how they do it. He's very he said his mother was never a drug addict. Wow. You know, um you know So he just telling it all now. He, he's telling it all. And little Sean helping him. Yeah, because Sean was doing podcasts, interviews and everything. <laughs> I, I seen a clip from one. I said, "Oh, he out here snitching on his own parents, ain't he?" Right, because he he probably he likes in the movie. You could tell he really likes. Yeah, and 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 he likes Lil Shine. They did have a connection. He had a connection with the girl too. I don't know mm-hmm. how deep it is now, you know, but. Kids going to snitch on you, especially when they feel it ain't right. And you, you, you making money off movies, books, everything. And you got this boy under conservatorship. So you mean you tell me you took part of his football salary too? Because you know he made some money playing football. That's crazy. So whether he woke up and smelled the roses or not, but I don't think so. 
from the time the book came out and the movie came out, he kept saying, it ain't true. It ain't true. He couldn't go into details, but he kept saying, it ain't true. And they say he got a book out. So I'm going to have to get that book and read it. Yeah, I think that would be interesting to read because I haven't read the book either. Um, Like I said, I'm only going by what I read in the press uh, about the story, which was just very, very interesting to me because I hate to see, you know what I'm saying, another black man be in a situation like that. Um, And what's interesting is I don't think this is the first time something like this has happened because in Alabama, it was a big thing um, at one point where white families, excuse me, it was a big thing in Alabama for white families to apparently adopt black uh, black little kids, black boys, you know what I'm saying, help them with their career, help them with their, you know, their future, whatever they're going through in life, and then send them to Alabama, send them to Auburn, funding their life so they can get money off of that. Like, that was literally a thing in Alabama. Now, granted, none of, none of my people feel subject to it, but at the same time, you know, I, I've had, I've heard stories about certain people, you know, in Alabama actually being, what's the word, coerced, you know what I'm saying, by kind of those type of people to go ahead and make deals for them, to be adopted by them. Now, I ain't never know somebody signed a whole conservatorship, but uh, yeah, there are people that actually would manipulate people to do this. I just think it's sad that here it is. Almost 19 years later, you know what I'm saying? Almost 20 years later, this man has grown and just not finding out that his money is being, you know, <laughs> like he's still getting an allowance from his parents. And they ain't even his real parents. Like, I think that's kind of strange. It's kind of weird. That's kind of sad. Anybody else? Okay, y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all good? Okay. I think he knew, but he just waited to the right time. That's what I was telling my daughter. I think he knew. He just waited. Mm. Probably. Probably did. I believe that too, my man. That could be that money grew to a certain amount and said, okay, let's go. You know, uh, I keep telling people just because we black, that don't mean we dumb, stupid, and crazy. Could I just, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk on this too. subject too much because I do know the Tui family and the Ors, but I just want to clarify one thing. They don't need money from Michael or anything that he earned. They are multi-millionaires. They're one of the richest families in Memphis. So um, there's a lot to this story that um, is not public. But um, yeah, they they didn't need to benefit off of him at all. But they're they're one of the top five richest families in Memphis. Yeah, okay, understandable, and I believe that because I mean, even in the movie that they they talk about how they always had money. You know what I'm saying? She was played by Sandra Bullock. You know what I'm saying? Which was somebody who was who was you know, kind of uppity and famous or whatnot. So, yeah, I, I get what you're I, I get what you saying. I, I definitely understand that you don't want to talk about it not too much either. So, hey, we can always push I it and hold it, it up. I get it too, but why have a conservatorship over somebody for 19 years? Why hold that over somebody? Because he's, he's a part of their estate. So when you are wealthy 
extremely wealthy like that, you put your estate in conservatorship to protect him just in case anything happens because he is not blood related to them. So when you have a child or someone in your wheel that is not your blood child, you put them under a conservatorship, which also exists under a living trust to help preserve the assets that you are leaving for them in the event that you pass away or something like that. So that's why the conservatorship is done. The same thing with Britney Spears, why her family had conservatorship over her, because her wealth is held in the family. So if anything happens to her mom or her dad, they want to make sure that she's taken care of, that the state or that probate court does not come in and try to take that money from them because they're not blood. Okay, I get that. So when he found out a long time ago, why didn't they just let him go? Just let him go. If he didn't want to be under that and want to be under y'all protection, it's, just let me go. It's, 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 I'm just, I understand what you're So, I'm, I'm, Mama Lynn, I'm talking from, from what I know personally. Yeah, there's more levels to it, and it's not about him not wanting to be under conservatorship. There's other financial things. Also, Michael does not have as much as he used to anymore. That's what I was figuring. That's what I was thinking, too, because, I mean, even for this to go on for 19 years and you just not finding out about it, it probably was some other things that was like, oh, yeah, uh, let, me, let me figure out what's going on. And I think that's probably what happened. He discovered what was going on. No, it's not that he discovered what's going on. Michael is not the superstar that he used to be. Okay, and he needs some more nowhere. money. <laughs> exactly. But that's what I'm saying. He needs some more money too. Right. And he wasn't getting all that money. And now but, he realized why he wasn't getting all that money. No, he realizes that he wants that money. It happens often. And so under conservatorship, if they end that conservatorship, they can give him a lump sum and he won't inherit anything from that family. And that's if they choose to. Under conservatorship, he's guaranteed. It's like it's like people that have trust funds. It's the same thing. So this monthly quote unquote allowance is is a trust fund payout. Right. And what happens often in these situations, especially for adults that want to access that money when they want to not that they need it they'll go and they'll complain and come from under that guardianship or their conservatorship and then guess what if something happens they have nothing it's to protect him and to also provide for him for the rest of his life Why didn't they just give him a bigger allowance? I mean, why why didn't he go work somewhere after he quit playing football? You know, hey, he quit playing football early. Did he leave the room? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably did. I think he did. I think he did leave the room. <laughs> oh no, I think he did leave. Yeah, he did leave the room. I don't know. It wasn't you, Mama Lynn. I don't think it was you. I think it's Clubhouse because Ebony said something was wrong with her Clubhouse earlier too. So I'm not sure what was going on. 
But yeah, I think, like I said earlier, it's the fact that, hey, he want that money. He, he like Carlos said, he's not the star he was, like, or is anymore. And that's what I was saying originally. Like, he was getting that little allowance, you know what I'm saying? And now you realize, and guess what? That ain't enough. You want, you know what I'm saying? You want your money. You want more. So it's caused you to realize that you weren't in an adoption. You were under a conservatorship. And this conservatorship not only stops you from getting more money, but it limited the money you were probably already getting at one point, which is why, you know, I said that how I said it. But of course, new updates have let us know that they're actually ending the conservatorship. The conservatorship has been lasting for 19 years, you know what I'm saying? And they're actually ending it. So eventually, he's going to see some type of payout, like Carlos said, some type of lump sum maybe, or even if they just break that down into payments or whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to see the end uh, result for it because, I, like I said in the beginning, I just hate to see another black man go down like that. That's my only thing. I just hate to see another black brother, you know, go down. But listen, it's it's it's, it's ten thirty, and we standing on out in here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to go wrap this on up, Mama Lynn, because truth is, I could be doing other things. You know what I'm saying? Get back to work, and I'm actually hungry. And you know, normally I start cooking. You know what I'm saying? When y'all start talking, but too many people ain't in here for me to start cooking because y'all ain't really talking. So that's causing me to have to talk. And I know you at work, so I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? One thing I gotta say is that I understood where K-Nick is coming from. But if they end the conservatorship, give him his money, and he will out and spend it, he will out and spend it. But it's his money. I, you know, if you didn't, you all you taught him was football, you didn't talk, give him no business skills or no other job skills, of course, he's going to want the money. That's all y'all wanted him for was football. That's all I seen in the movie. I I didn't, you know, you made a point to make sure he got the grade to get in college so he can play football, but I didn't hear y'all say Nothing about another life skill. We got to teach our kids life skills. I mean, I told my kids, it's more to than just sports and everything else. Get you a degree in something. Carpentry. Electrician. Gardener. I don't know. We got to teach our kids just more than one skill. And stop depending on sports as a ticket. It don't last our way. Just look at the little young football player that died at 28 in a motorcycle accident. Even though he wasn't playing football no more. Look at that. That's just, we have to wake up. Okay, I got to go to work. And it's getting ready to get loud because I'm about to dock and loud and crazy. So, Prophet, I guess you're right. Just pray us on out, and, and, oh. and have a good day. Right, because we'll just be here again tomorrow. This is a fun conversation, a light room. Like I said, I, want, I didn't want it to be too heavy anyway today because I know we got some heavy topics coming up next week and tomorrow. But with that being said, yeah, let's close out. 
Father God, we thank you for this room. We thank you for the space, the grace, and everything that was released into this room. We ask that you'll continue to love us, care care for us, touch us. God bless us, grace us as we go throughout the day. Allow us to continuously make an impact in our community, in the people around us, and the things around me. God, let no weapon formed around, let no weapon formed against us be able to prosper. But every, let everything we do, God, cause us to be elevated, cause us to be encouraged, cause us to be motivated for our future and our destiny. And it's in Jesus' name we pray and we love you. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, Mama Lynn. All right, everybody else. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. with Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one.